Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Good day, mate. And we're your hosts with The Posts. Every week, Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic is Australia. <laughs> That's right. The uh, the good old the Big Island they call it. The big, Do they? <laughs> the big uh, England, but dumber. I think is official. The official. It's on the flag. I think it says that, right? Okay. Um, what the the the, the flag? Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm it doesn't sorry. say. That. Okay. Oh, all right. I guess I was wrong about that information then. Uh, but uh, this is a special episode uh, because. This uh, the episode, the topic for this episode was actually chosen by a listener named Claire, That's right. who went to report this post at storeenvy.com and purchased her own episode topic. And even more special, Lily, today's episode is dedicated to the birthday boy Maddie. We love you, Maddie. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Maddie. I'm assuming you're in Australia or have something to do with it. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise. We didn't. We didn't really grill uh, Claire on why she decided to choose this as a birthday present for someone. Uh, you know, it's her money to spend. Uh, but happy birthday, Maddie, and uh, happy f- uh, friendship to Claire and Maddie. Does that sound? Does that sound okay? <laughs> That's great, <laughs> <laughs> folks. If you want something that heartwarming, you you yourself can go to report this post at storyv.com and purchase your own episode topic. Uh, the listeners have come up with some good episodes lately, haven't they? Um, good uh, is an interesting term, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're going to just move right ahead to introducing our guest. So when we when we were told by Claire, instructed by her to choose Australia for a topic, we said we know exactly what to do for this. We're going to go... To old friend of the show, a gentleman uh, named Christian, who hey. is living in Australia currently, and is, and I believe is from Australia. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. I live in Australia. Um, thank you guys for picking me for this episode, and uh, thank you to Claire as well for buying Maddie this episode. It's very nice of her. Yeah, I'm sure... That Maddie is, is just over the moon right now. Maybe he'll finally pay attention to her now that she's bought him an episode <laughs> yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Now that she she bought him an episode topic of his probably fifteenth favorite podcast. Yeah, this is a uh, this is much better value for money than getting a uh, cameo by fucking Rachel Dolezal. So you know, <laughs> that's well, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's how. That's how unimportant that was to me. Um, boy, when was that? That was was that last year? That was, that was two years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And 
dig to the archives, folks. Maybe you'll find that somewhere. So anyway, uh, Christian, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, let's talk about Australia. Let's, Christian, let's, uh, let's it, yeah. my my Christian co-host, yeah. Christian. Uh, what what is Australia? <laughs> for God. those who, for those uninformed listeners at home, what exactly is Australia? It's it's a continent. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> but it's also a country. That's the fun trivia we learned that is, yeah, in, in it, grade school here. It's a uh, it's a sovereign country comprising the mainland of the Australian continent, the island of Tasmania, and numerous smaller islands. It is mm. the largest country in Oceania, and the world's sixth largest country by total area, with a population yeah. of twenty six million. Holy wow. shit! Uh, Holy yeah, shit! And yeah. that's a lot. You think? Uh, yeah, uh, indigenous Australians inhabited the continent for about 65,000 years right. uh, prior to the first arrival of Dutch explorers. Yeah. Uh, and then and they just got a uh, white wiped well, out. Well, <laughs> used I mean they're they're used as pets now, I believe over there. Jesus so that's, that's, Christ. It's not man. all bad. Thing. What's up? <laughs> well, hey, you're the bad person here. I'm the good guy. I'm pointing out uh, colonialism or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so Australia, big big island. Uh, we we had to bring Christian on because he has plenty of experience with it and uh, experience with the show. And um, pleased to report that uh, Christian was on time for this episode. <laughs> Where well, you guys you guys said about it. you guys said if I was at least like even one minute late that you're going to replace <laughs> me with my uh, my backup, which is uh, Connor Golden. So I All right, that. so we're going to go ahead and get move it along. Uh, in the, before we get to the posts, uh, Christians, I'm going to uh, do a, a great a great honor to this this great uh, great continent and country. Oh yeah, did you guys hear that? Yeah. What, uh, I just cracked open. What's that? What kind of beer is that? This is a Forsters. It's a uh, the big. Uh, <laughs> there's a kangaroo on the can. In case you didn't you didn't know, there there this is from Australia. Uh, what I noticed on the can is that it says brewed in the USA, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of takes away a little bit from the <laughs> the whole thing, the whole reason why you would be enthralled with the idea of buying a Foster's beer. So, uh, great. Let's uh, take a little sip here. Mm, I'm assuming both Big. of you guys have your uh, ceremonial Foster's as well. I do. I have one here. You can hear it on the desk there. It's uh, That's a big can. My God. It sure is. It's like the continent itself. It's so big, right? <laughs> Great. Can we start? Yeah, can we go to the post now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I think uh, Christian should lead us off. Sure. So, there's uh, lots of culture in Australia. Fosters, like we just talked about. Crocodile mm-hmm. Dundee. Men at work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, user Snedgemaster posted about one of Australia's most famous cultural exports to R. Today I fucked up. Today I fucked up by trying to play my dad's didgeridoo. Mm. So my dad has had this didgeridoo in the house since he visited his sister in Australia ten plus years ago. The internet went down, so I was sort of wandering around looking for something to do when I spotted the didge. I thought to myself, in all these years, I've never actually tried to play it, and maybe it's time. I felt like I knew I was going, what I was doing, and that it was similar to playing a trumpet, and I wanted to play a long, loud note. I take a sharp inhale and immediately feel something hit the back of my throat. 
I sputter really hard and a small white globular thing comes flying out and hits the floor. At first I thought it was saliva and ignored it as I had a weird sensation in my throat and mouth. It felt like tingling to start but grew into more of a tickle on the inside of my cheeks and a bit on my gums. I glance down at the white stuff on the floor and see several baby spiders crawling mm. out of it. The second I clock what's happening and I feel sick, something tickling my top lip and slap my mouth. I have squished a spider on my lip and instantly go into panic mode. I run around into the bathroom and spit repeatedly into the sink to see other crushed spider bodies and some severed legs, some of which are still attached to parts of this body and are trying to drag themselves away from the plug hole. I urge several times and then frantically swill my mouth out with water. I don't think my mouth will ever feel normal again. <clears throat> and uh, Aura Dater commented, Didri don't. I mean, that's a very extreme experience. Is just like, <laughs> oh, I was trying to play me digitally. Got fucking spiders in my mouth. Yeah, that's that's what happens. <laughs> just a daily occurrence. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I, if I'm being serious, every time I like go to put on shoes that I haven't worn for a while, you have to like check for spiders here. Uh, sure. I don't know if you guys do that that's... over there. You just kind of give them a bang. No. No, it's not. No, we don't have that here. Yeah, well, must be must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have that. Uh, we also don't have uh, just didgeridoos lying around either. Generally, <laughs> just, um, just piled up around our house. I do. Th it's interesting that so this, this person, uh, the, the didgeridoo was bought ten years ago. Yeah. So these are like American spiders. Yeah. I just presume. they 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 colonized <laughs> for some reason. The didgeridoo was just a. A good hot spot for spiders, no matter what continent they're on. And, uh, I do enjoy the idea of someone being like, "Oh, the internet's down. Well, pff, time to fucking finally, <laughs> finally learn that dig I've been having for ten years." Yeah, that's like, all it took. How it's many, how many options in the house have been exhausted by that point? Like, yeah, every I mean, single hobby has been explored. And this and then person's the cobweb-covered didgeridoo, like. All right, I guess I'll learn that. The last time the internet went down at my house, I just started reading a, uh, what is it, a, a People's History of United States by fucking... Oh, Yeah, <laughs> that's the level God. of boredom I had. I was like, yeah, I should just Jesus read this Christ. book when I, I bought when I was like 17 so girls would see it and let me finger them. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? Uh, no, I don't think books have ever impressed any girls. No. You should get an infinite jest. I do, I do actually have a copy of that, that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Aussie Christian, are you familiar with Outback Steakhouse? Uh, all I know is that it has blooming onions, which is something I've never, ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Outback Steakhouse is a you know big-time chain in America. It's, it's Australian-themed food. started right here in Tampa, where... Christian and I are blessed to live. Do you guys uh, ever eat there? Uh, I, I I went when I was younger with the family. I haven't been in a very long time. It's yeah, just it's your typical a... chain restaurant type thing. Um, but it's not like it's not like fast food. It's just like it's the higher end of shitty food. So there's no reason to eat there. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it like Bennigan's? What is Bennigan's? Is it like Bennigan's? It's like Bennigan's. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. like it's like a fancier Bennigan's. Yeah. Uh, famously, when they started it, they the people who uh, created uh, Outback Steakhouse didn't know any Australian foods. They just decided to open up an Australian-themed uh, steakhouse. <laughs> so that's probably why there's blooming onions on the menu and 
God knows what else. But uh, so anyway, I looked up some Outback Steakhouse stuff, and uh, a gentleman on 4chan shared his experience in going to it for the very first time. Went to Outback. No wait staff speaking with an Australian accent. No employee had freckles. No one was wearing an Outback hat. No puka necklaces. Waitress didn't call me a cunt. Waitress didn't throw a boomerang with order ticket into the kitchen. <laughs> Cooks weren't wearing sleeveless khaki shirts. Foster's wasn't giving out complimentary like water. Building temp was cool. No massive insects or reptiles dragging customers away. The entire building was not upside down. And there were minorities everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so disappointed in my entire fucking life. I mean, I gotta say, I hate going out to eat at a fine dining establishment yeah. like Outback Steakhouse, and there's yeah. just minorities. It's yeah. just crawling with minorities. Yeah, you're expecting, you know, big bugs and marsupials everywhere, but said there's minorities? Forget it. <laughs> there's a there's an Asian family? Oh, that's too much for <laughs> crocodiles I can take, but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a, a bunch of Asians having a birthday party. I'm out of here. Forget the, it. I mean, the one realistic thing about that post is being disappointed that you didn't get called a cunt because it's <laughs> it, it's it's very casual here. Like, honestly, I'm I'm going to work tonight, and I could easily just be like, "Oh, how you doing, cunt?" to like a customer, and it would be fine. It would be fine. <laughs> it would completely fly. Like, I'm not even kidding. It would 100 be fine. I'm not sure. What's the equivalent over here? With that, you guys, you guys don't, don't really fucker, have, yeah, fucker is probably it. I would say fucker, yeah. No, fucker's like I, when I picture fucker, I picture like uh, like Stifler's brother in American Pie saying it. But cunt is just kind of like laid back here. It's like, oh, how you doing, cunt? How's your day been? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, it sounds better when you say because you like almost lose the t, like kind. Whereas when when. When we're screaming it at women, we really get that T in the cunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can still, so, like, if you're having an argument with your girlfriend or something, if you say cunt, you can still kind of, like, give it its teeth, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, my God. Like, and that still, like, don't that ever, still works over there? Don't ever stop me from watching my Hitchcock, you fucking cunt. <laughs> it still works. That's that's when, like, a woman's trying to get in the way of you watching some, some good-ass Hitchcock, bro. Yeah, you got some Criterion collection you're you're burning through, and she's yeah she's she's on your ass about paying oh, attention to her. I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah like, oh my <laughs> Would you God. get out with it Man, like, am, in front of the damn TV? I'm so sick of yeah. watching like fucking below deck and Bravo reality shows. Like, just let me watch some Criterion, dude. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that's that hits a little too close to home now, Christian. <laughs> why don't you? Uh, why don't you read a post that you found? So uh, I'd like to clarify that all my posts are just like I know the topic's Australia, but I live in Australia, so anything that I post is just basically you know it counts. But uh, I <laughs> so was, I was. It, it doesn't matter if it's actually related to Australia. It's just it happened in Australia. Correct. So you count it as an Australian post. Okay. Yeah, That's you made you made fun of me for this in the group chat, but you know whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not getting paid. That's right. I haven't even got my free T-shirt yet, so <laughs> that that order's what? just sitting there. I gotta take care. Was that of that a thing? I uh, I was gonna do that. Oh yeah, I know right. Did, okay. Uh, so this this I is a see post. The, uh, the on... subordinate did not check with his manager before deciding to do that. <laughs> I was going to pay for you, you, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it's more about the precedent being set, you know. Okay, all right. What's the what's the post? So I uh, I'm subscribed to the uh, the Reddit r slash Brisbane, which is the city I live in, and I found a post that was a uh, group looking for D and D players, which was essentially a single Christian's wet dream a few months ago. <laughs> so the post reads as follows. <laughs> Hi, fellow Brisbaneites. We are looking to start a new 5th edition D&D campaign and need about three more players to make up the party. At this stage, to balance out the party, we would prefer males, as we already have four females. Must be kink-friendly, as there would be plenty of kink-based <laughs> jokes. So we don't want to offend anyone. So yeah, uh, over and under the total weight of those four women in that D&D party, what do you guys think it is? <laughs> I think they're all probably beautiful, uh, <laughs> handsome women, no doubt. Curvaceous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we did a whole episode about D&D, and there was a, a few of these uh, type of weirdos involved. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you, you, if you're going to be spending, like, how many... It's like what thirteen-hour campaigns every day to play D and D. Like, there's got to be like a fuck break at some point, right? <laughs> I mean, isn't that how that works? Yeah. Hey, Maybe so you hang out with friends for a few hours. Eventually, you just got to start fucking if it's too long. I, I love like when I start playing D and D at like twelve on a Sunday, and then I have to go into work and I have to call my boss and be like, "Hey, sorry, I can't come in. My uh, polyamorous D and D kink friendly group. <laughs> we need to finish this campaign." Yeah. You're you're in the car on the on like video chat <laughs> doing yeah. your thing. Boy, you know, I'll tell you what the smell at of this point. Thing. I'm open to anything. So yeah, uh, tell you what, Christian, you send me that link. I'll just respond. I'll get my plane ticket all set up, and we'll see what these ladies can, what we can bang out there. You can just watch the yeah. the polyamory fuck fest on uh, Zoom. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Well, user in not. Anonymous posted in our coronavirus. Victorians are refusing COVID-19 testing because they think it's a conspiracy. Hmm. This is not at all surprising, and this exists everywhere. My brother's friends in Adelaide seem to think that there's some conspiracy too and attacked him when he tried to encourage them all to download the COVID safe app. I think Australians take for granted our general trust of our government. A lot of migrants come from countries where the government can't be trusted and is incredibly corrupt. My parents, having been raised in communist country their whole lives, tend to also love a good conspiracy theory, particularly when it involves the government. Mm -hmm. And a now-deleted user commented, As a Victorian, I can safely tell you it's 5G. Hands down, 5G is causing it. I personally am switching back to my old no brick Nokia. Can't get the 5G virus if you don't use 5G. <laughs> okay. Um... <clears throat> Uh, the five G. We've briefly touched on the five G thing. Still haven't really looked into it. But like, do either of you know exactly what the fuck people are talking about with this five G? How the, the hell is it a virus thing exactly? The, the, to the towers infect you. See, it sounds like something from the fucking Tommyknockers or something. It's like, like there's some power in it. Right? Why are the five G the bad ones and not like four G? Why not LTE or any of those other? Why is it five G suddenly? I That's like. The bad it's one. The new, it's the new thing. It's something it's new right. for people to be afraid of. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, actual science behind it. I think someone probably just made like a really shitty infographic and posted it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how all this stuff works now. Is if you can get like maybe ten like 
40 plus year old people that don't really use the computer that much that have Facebook to see it then it just becomes a thing. <laughs> it spreads thing. Yeah. like wildfire. Yeah, for they real. Go, they go into work the next day and they're like, yeah. oh shit, did you know what I saw? And, yeah, and the, the infographic was built, it's like a thousand, it's a thousand by a thousand pixels and it's been saved out to like 200 by 200 so it's grainy as sure, shit, yeah. you can barely make it out. <laughs> yeah, like, no, one of my mom's friends the other night, apparently like my mom had this dinner party and one of uh, my mom's friends was talking about how she like lost one of her best friends to like QAnon. Yeah. So it's like it's already a thing in Australia. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Hell yeah. We we did a QAnon episode, right? Yeah, we did. Way way back. Oh my god. That was it's amazing how much has happened since then. Like the yeah, QAnon's sh- one you could refresh every once in a while. You probably. should definitely revisit that because I've literally seen like QAnon graffiti near my house. It's insane <laughs> how like nice. widespread it is now. <laughs> that is that is crazy. I've 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 definitely seen a couple bumper stickers here. Um, which I would expect to have seen a lot more because this is like Trump. This is Trump country. Some parts of where we're at. By the way, have you guys have you guys done the uh, the COVID test at all? Yeah, I just got my results back. I'm I'm clear. I have not. Yeah, I've not done it either. Anyway, yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> I don't really care. If, uh, whatever. If it takes me, then uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Great. Geiger's Geiger's just looking for an out. So Any, it's, it's anything fine. I can, anything that will take me out, or at the very least, my family. So, speaking of uh, conspiracies, this uh, this post is from our conspiracy. Australia has gone mad. Go on the Facebook group Million Rises for Australia and watch the the Gestapo 2.0 working. It is terrifying, unreal, all of it. I feel bad for you guys stuck in Victoria. Sounds like hell. Uh, for a little more context, another user named uh, Loose Cunt explained yeah. what's going on down under. I'm from Melbourne. We have a completely brainwashed, do the right thing public. Utterly too, utterly too scared to stand out in any way. Our state premier recently made himself a legal dictator and has completely sold the state to China with the silent consent of the federal government. State infrastructure is Chinese-funded. <laughs> Our universities are Chinese-student-funded. Chinese students are still allowed in and out of the state. Housing market is held up by Chinese investment. Also, our national leader, Scott Morrison, is, of course, the other wing of the same bird and has already brought the rights to the, quote, vaccine and is on record saying, as mandatory as possible. Anyone worried about a globalist takeover can well and truly mark Australia down as lost. Finally, what Victoria dose the country follows. It shows the country, listen to what we say or else. That forces the entire country to get on board with the vaccination plan as our country cannot operate forever with the Victorian border shut down and the economy switched off. So that's a, that's a lot there. <laughs> um, we're going to talk to Christian in a second about how accurate that is, but uh, a lot of people agreed with the OP there. It's our conspiracy. Uh, but here's a response from user Spookbra. Is, any, is anyone even from Australia here? You guys sound like retards. <laughs> but, but an Aussie named Flying Crane Kick responded, not all of us are retarded, just most of us. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> Check, checks out. <laughs> Correct. So we can affirm at least that part right there. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, Melbourne right now is, like, pretty fucked up, I, w- I will say. But, I mean, the good thing about that is, like, all the other states, like, where I live is perfectly fine. My Like, I work in a bar, and it's been open for, like, three or four months now. It's, like, back to normal. But, uh, 
The good, I mean, the good thing about that is everyone from Melbourne is kind of like a smug, pretentious dickhead, and they're all like, oh, we're the art capital of Australia. So it, it's mm. good. It's good that they're all fucked up now, and they can never drag <laughs> again. They're really getting, yeah, they're getting what dude, was owed to them. Honestly, <laughs> man, fuck them. Fuck their fucking laneway cafes. I'm fucking glad they're all trapped indoors and suffering. Wait, they deserve it. Wait, I thought, uh, okay, what is... What's the stereotype about Perth? Because I thought Perth was like the cool artsy one. No, Perth is just basically like a mining town. Like it's like a big city, but pretty much everyone that lives there is rich and works in like the mining oh, industry. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I gotta. Uh, I gotta take note. Your spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I don't Perth. Think... Perth's really nice, though. It's it's a great great little town. Great little town. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I don't think I've ever figured out the difference between Melbourne and uh, Sydney. I've always assumed they're the same place. I don't. When I when I picture uh, Melbourne, I, I I see the Sydney Opera House. So, and uh, <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm fine with that. I don't really. <laughs> just there's no just reason like to New separate. New York and them. Baltimore are the same exact place. Yeah, that's right. It's basically <laughs> really the are. same. I'll, I'll put it this way: like you move to Melbourne from Brisbane and you become like a polyamorous dumpster diving vegan. Uh, you move to mm. Sydney from Brisbane and then you get like a, a blue tick on Twitter and you start harassing mm. people. Okay. Okay. So it's right. to well, we know we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got a post from the subreddit Ask an Aussie. A, uh, a user asked about how Australians feel about New Zealand and a user called Muff420 said, uh, you know those families where there is two sons and the older son is bigger, more handsome, and is successful, and the younger brother is borderline retarded but better at sports? New, New Zealand is our little tard. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and then someone called Echo Spite replied, I fucking hate that word, but like, I have to admit it's completely true. To which uh, Muff replied with, To be fair, it's not even the proper use of the word. Retard means to slow things to a point of basically a full halt, like the term retardant fire. Retardant fire, I can't read. I think it was used to talk about... And he follows up with, uh, I think it was used to talk about mentally disabled people to describe their rate of learning before they knew much about them. <laughs> and... Some idiot's trying to figure out what retard is. Yeah. He, f- he finishes off with one of the best lines ever. But eh, I'll keep using it. I hate bubble wrap society way more than offensive words. Mm. God damn. Bubble yeah. wrap society. So, Muff420, yeah. uh, DM me and I'll put you in the uh, big boy's <laughs> irony group chat. That's right. <laughs> He'll fit right into that chat. Oh, I don't know. He might be... T- he, there's still a purity to him, I can tell, that if he goes too too many... 20 minutes in that chat he's he's that's it that's just the rest of his life is going to be someone who's uh very casually throwing the n-word around and uh what's just that just cat <laughs> very casually <laughs> just <laughs> just slipping it in there <laughs> yeah uh so uh i i, I did uh, i refrained from looking up uh new zealand stuff and uh, uh it seems like a cool place I don't know. Is it, I mean, to you guys, is it like, you know, because it's like just a quick little jaunt, but because it's, it, you know, it seems like the same place as far as I can tell. Just like, well, I think it's it a little bit, it's, yeah, there's more like 
nature stuff. There's more trees and stuff. Yeah. It's more green, it seems. Yeah, I, I don't actually. I, I, my opinion on New Zealand is, is it's pretty cool, but like all of the like the doors when you enter the houses are way too small. Because they're hobbits. Because they're the hobbits. Joke? That's that? right. Yeah. No, it's no, it's really right. nice. It's great people, <laughs> friendly, not hobbits. <laughs> hobbits who are known to be just horrid. Yeah. Horrid well, have you guys? You yeah, guys have seen true. like the uh, like the haka, right? Like the sports dance that New Zealand does. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, that shit's fucking dumb. But you it's know. pretty gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like. Okay, you guys go. You go tell the Maori guys that that shit's gay. <laughs> like, go to a bunch of like three hundred fifty no, no, pound Maori guys no. and be like, that, "You guys look like fags." And just whoa, whoa, get your whoa, ass whoa, whoa! Down. When I said when I said gay, I meant good because that's <laughs> yeah. clearly you think being gay is bad. So I think that's very okay. Interesting. <clears throat> Speaking of bad, <laughs> user White Dingo Eleven posted why Australia should start an <laughs> Australian Nazi party. As soon as you said to the White boards. Dingo 11, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> to the boards over on stormfront.org. Oh, yeah. The white people of Australia need a voice to fight all threats to our race. Australia needs national socialism and therefore an Australian Nazi party. True Nazism and not skinhead national socialism. True national socialism, like Hitler wrote about in his book Mein Kampf, mm. and like what they had back in the golden age of Germany. <laughs> it should fight for national socialist ideals, such as a white nation and ending usury. It should be like the usury. American Nazi Party, but for Australia. Thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. The Day of Vengeance <laughs> responded, Why don't you organize something like that then? To which the OP replied, Because I am not yet old enough to run for government. Oof. And uh, Last True Aussie, whose avatar is an image of Jesus with Trump's head photoshopped onto it, added, The media would have a field day. We need to be sneaky, like the Jews. <laughs> Jesus, man. So, we, must, we must become our enemies yeah. in order to uh, overthrow them. Well, you know, they, the Jews figured it out. They are everywhere <laughs> in every fucking part of life. So I get, they know what to do, so you might as well. I think I'm um, going to uh, start a new trend on Twitter where I do, like, those front-facing uh, camera videos where I talk about, like, yeah. how if you go to a guy's house and he has a copy of Mein Kampf, you shouldn't fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty good bit. <laughs> you, know you, you would get quote-tweeted by, like, some woman with giant glasses and be like, is this guy for real? And then, like, a bunch of other women would be like, mm. You know what would be really great is if... You did that video, and you have a—you don't mention it, but you have a Hitler mustache, <laughs> and you just—you list off books that are written by Jews, and you just—you never say explicitly why you're saying those names. <laughs> Christian, make note of that. I will do that uh, for the patrons at some point tomorrow. I got it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, speaking of uh, politics in Australia, they have those down there. Now, um, they do these. <laughs> yeah, they like to do their cute little thing where they, you know, pretend they they matter. But an Australian senator named Sterling Griff from the Centre Alliance Party made an impassioned awesome, speech before Australian Parliament earlier this year. Uh, let's get a whiff of what he said right here. <laughs> My staff recently alerted me to a series that was distributed in Australia by Madman Entertainment called Sword Art Online. <laughs> 
Sword Art Online appears in various <laughs> media platforms from light novels, manga, anime, and video games. The series takes place in the near future and focuses on protagonists Karito and Asuna as they play through virtual reality worlds. One particular episode of Sword Art Online Extra Edition has an M classification, which allows children under 15 to legally access the material. The movie undoubtedly features the abuse of children. In one explicit <laughs> scene that takes place in the virtual world, the character Asuna is raped by her captor, Sugu, who threatens to also rape her in the real world, where she's lying in a hospital room in a catatonic state. The rape, incredibly, is referred to as a, quote, fun party. Asuna is described as a 17-year-old girl. Further research by my staff uncovered another series called No Game, No Life. This series is hypersexualized and features incest themes between brother and sister Sora and Shiro. The worst anime my office discovered is Eromanga Sensei. This series features 12-year-old Sagiri, who draws pornographic manga while her 15-year-old stepbrother writes the books. Revealing clothing and sexually provocative poses are frequently depicted throughout the series, with the characters seen copying these poses and referring to genitalia. The series mm. also heavily features incest themes, and many scenes are so disturbing I just won't, I just can't describe them. The rape of children is abundant in manga, like the series Goblin Slayer, which, in my <laughs> office, we showed to a number of people today, and they were absolutely horrified. <laughs> In Goblin Slayer, children are often portrayed as frightening or resisting, but they're also shown as enjoying sexual abuse. Enjoying it. As I've said, experts say that pedophiles are using this material to groom children. Have a look at this. This is normal, they'll say. It is certainly not normal. Okay. <laughs> Looked more into this guy, and apparently he's the deputy chair of Select Committee on Autism, which explains the <laughs> big-time anime focus <laughs> with this big speech he did. So what do you what do you do at work? Uh, I I, uh, I watch uh, child rape anime for twelve hours. Yeah. A day. I'm, the, uh, I'm actually uh, and the, why do you do <laughs> the anime appraiser? <laughs> and why do you do? Oh, it's to keep kids safe. You know, somebody. <laughs> yeah, I like this. This guy's like, uh, oh, my staff alerted me. Uh, to, it wasn't my own finding. It was definitely <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the RSS staff. feed I have yeah. set up on my computer. <laughs> Yeah. I love the uh, idea we, of like interviewing for a job with this guy, and he's like, "All right, let me show you something really quick." And he just puts on this, <laughs> <laughs> he like puts on Goblin Slayer, and he keeps like yeah. looking back at you, like when a friend shows you a YouTube video, and he's like, "Yeah, fucked up, right?" Yeah, <laughs> fucked up, dude. Nuts, man. <laughs> anyway, you'll start tomorrow. You will not be getting paid. Thank you, Goblin. Let's look up Goblin Slayer. I want to look it up right now. Let's see. <clears throat> All right, so apparently. Uh, according to fandom.com, uh, Goblin Slayer is the series titular main character. Okay, so I clicked on the the, the character, and not the name, uh, and not the. Okay, so let me. Let me okay. <clears throat> uh, uh, in the world of fantasy, adventurers come far and wide to join the guild in order to complete contracts for whatever jobs are available. An inexperienced priestess joins her first adventuring party but comes into danger after a first adventure contract involving goblins went wrong. After the rest of her party is slaughtered, she is saved by a man known as Goblin Slayer, an adventurer whose only purpose is the eradication of goblins with extreme prejudice. <laughs> so somehow that hmm. has turned into uh, 15-year-old twins being raped or whatever the fuck is going on. Good God. Japan does. <clears throat> Japan has some issues. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we should yeah. uh, we we should bomb those guys again. Would be my thought. Oh, okay. Uh, satire. 
<laughs> Can I get in trouble for saying we should nuclear bomb a country? Yeah, that was actually a legal threat by Geigo, and I'd like to distance yep. myself of that. Look, just because I have these bombs doesn't mean I'm going to use them. God, that what a th- what a horrible thought that is. Uh, I found mm. a uh, a really good review of a Chinese food takeaway place in my city that I thought you guys would enjoy. Okay, uh, and it states. Although the food wasn't the worst I've eaten, the service is appalling. They gave us the wrong order, and when I phoned them, the very rude lady kept saying I need to state pickup or delivery. After again explaining to her that my order was wrong, she hung up on me and refused to answer the phone for 10 minutes. I called on another phone when she answered and refused to fix the order, and after threatening to contact the ACCC and make a bad review, she rudely told me to come and pick up the new order, which I now have to waste my time and fuel on to pick up. Yeah, fuel's really expensive here. Uh, mm. And she continues on with, I went to get my correct order, and she was not interested in either giving me the correct order or even giving me back my <laughs> original order. She told me to leave, so I did. And then as I was leaving, the male and female owner both attacked me. I was violently <laughs> beaten by both of them, being punched over 20 times to the head, neck, spine, and ribs with his fists and a weapon she possessed. They are being charged with assault. I never get my food at the end. <laughs> and I was assaulted. I would avoid this place as the staff are violent and extremely rude. Three stars. Yeah. 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 I, I love that, that, that review. Times in the head. I love that mm. review starts with like, although the food wasn't the worst, and then <laughs> divulges into, yeah, I was punched over 20 times in the head, neck, spine, and ribs. Yeah. And and follows up. Uh, They're being charged with assault, and uh, I never even got my food. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you gotta take an L every once in a while, I guess. I mean, I would have just like if the food came and it was wrong. I would simply just eat the food and forget. I, <laughs> I, I would love to know what the review would be if she did also get the food after being punched twenty <laughs> times. I'm just like. But to be fair, you know, well, I mean, one of one of my all time this is this is kind of on topic, but one of my all time favorite reviews. I can't remember it exactly. I wish I still had the screen cap, but it was a uh, like a Brisbane club, like a dance club, and it was a it was a f- four star review, and it was like this place is great, you know, friendly environment. My friend accidentally got stabbed by a needle here. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the reviewer didn't get stabbed. It was just their friend. That's true. So. Yeah, true. Oh, my God. <laughs> Three stars if you would have gotten, <laughs> if that person themselves yeah. would have gotten stabbed by the viewer. You got oh you got to rate on a scale, you know. Sometimes you go to the club and you just contract HIV from being stabbed by a needle. <laughs> and uh, that's one star <laughs> off, fam. <laughs> Who among us, right? Well, speaking of Chinese reviews, this is a review for a Chinese takeaway place in Australia by a guy named Uh Serb King, Serb King. Hmm. A little Freudian slip there. Mm -hmm. Where do I start? My wife said that this was the best Chinese food she's ever tasted. And I agree. Super fast, super fresh. Excellent. But don't take my words lightly. I once served a very long time in prison, and while serving this time, I became very good friends with some Chinese and Vietnamese. Long story short, upon my release, I was giving multiple nightclubs in Sydney City. Asian nightclubs. In the time I spent running these clubs in Sydney alongside my Asian friends, I spent many, many nights and mornings in the best Chinese restaurants Sydney has to offer, and I mean money was no object. 
a table of 20 of us, thousands of dollars. Unbelievable. Long story short, so I promise you, you are in the terrace and are Googling a Chinese restaurant for dinner. You come here on par with the big boys in Sydney. Uh, five stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really heard there's like a Chinese guy that's friends with like a white guy and he's like just brags about having a white friend. He's like, yeah, we ate hot dogs the other day, bro. <laughs> I was in, I was in prison with these white guys. They taught me how to make uh, grilled cheese on the back of the radiator. It was great. Uh, there, we don't want the a, a shortened version of the long story when the story starts with I was in prison and then I was given multiple nightclubs. We need to know what happened in between. I was entrusted with looking over multiple Asian nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, I love that he's like, yeah, multiple nightclubs. And then in its own line, it just says, Asian nightclubs. <laughs> like a little wink. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what the hell did this guy do to earn all these Asian nightclubs? It's like honorary Yakuza. That rocks. And that'll do it for the free preview of the Australia episode. Thanks again to Christian from Down and Death for joining us. Thanks to Claire for selecting this topic for Birthday Boy Maddie. You too can choose a topic for the show. Go to report this post at storeenvy.com or go to patreon.com slash report this post. You can choose a tier that allows you to pick a topic. Plus, of course, you'll hear the entire episode, plus all the other full episodes since uh, we switched over to this wonderful, very beloved format, uh, starting with episode 100. Uh, good eye, everybody.